Alleluia, Christ is truly risen. It is a glorious, wonderful day to celebrate. Uh, the day that changes everything for us as human beings. And uh, those that weren't at the Easter vigil last night, you missed a spectacular, wonderful thing. It's glorious. Fire. Actually, we had a fire in church. They lit the, uh, the lilies on fire. It couldn't have happened to a better person, but uh, all I could do is think of my mom because she would have been on the, on the floor laughing about it, I'm sure. But the fire, the blessing of fire, the blessing of the Paschal candle, the blessing of the water, all these things that remind us that Christ is our light and Christ nourishes and feeds us, continues to give us everything we need. As I said last night, and I will continue to say, because of Christ's resurrection, Everything is changed. We as Christians, as Catholics, mourn differently because we know that the grave is only temporary. Our graves are only as temporary, well, maybe a little bit more permanent than Jesus's was. He only used his for three days. No more need for a grave for him. Our graves, we wait, of course, for the general resurrection in the end times. But we know that it is only temporary, as long as it is. But it comes to an end. That Jesus Christ, from the beginning, before there was even time, knew what God the Father wanted to do. That he was going to suffer, die, and rise again. And even today in this gospel passage, we hear it. Even though it was hinted at, now looking back, we can see time and again, and perhaps we can look back because of the presence of the Holy Spirit, because we've had Jesus Christ explain it to us as, as we remember that first Easter evening on the road to Emmaus, Clopas and his companion walking, depressed, leaving town just when it was getting interesting as far as I'm concerned, walking those seven miles, Jesus coming up to them and starts to explain to them the scriptures, not the New Testament, the Old Testament, that even there we see Jesus Christ risen, or not not his name explicitly, but that Jesus Christ is going to suffer, die, and rise again. The poor apostles today, and Peter and most likely St. John, the beloved disciple, They don't know what to make of this. And like the women, they simply don't know. Mary Magdalene, they've taken the Lord, and we don't know where they put him. And they run, and they see, and they believe. And I am struck with that. So many times we, we want a sign. We want that sign to be visible. We want it to be unmistakable. We want it to be huge. Give us a sign. I once asked for, for a sign and, and it came in a way that I didn't want it to come. It's silly me. I didn't ask for a specific way that the sign was supposed to come. But here, they see nothing in the tomb except the burial cloths. And they believe. They didn't see Jesus Christ risen. 
They didn't fully understand, but they believed. This act of faith. And so often it is for, for us so hard, so difficult to believe in the resurrection. We're separated some 2,000 years. Perhaps we think in our own wisdom that somehow that this is just a nice story that was passed down. A story that really didn't happen, perhaps. The culture tells us this. In fact, Matthew's Gospel, we hear on Easter Sunday, or at the Easter Vigil, we would hear that they set guards, and the guards, they paid off when the tomb was broken open. When the body of Jesus was resurrected, they were asleep. They were told to tell everyone. They came and stole the body. We try to explain the resurrection away, and there is no explanation other than it happened. For 2,000 years, we've believed this, and it's passed down that it changes everything. Because if Christ's tomb is empty, if he is truly risen, even if we don't see him, we ought to believe. And if he is truly risen, everything he said is true. That we too will be raised up with him. We have hope. We have tremendous hope. And that ought to change everything. This is a great day to rejoice and celebrate because Christ is risen. And while it's true we don't see him in bodily form like we see each other, we do see him this day. We see him in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity, risen for us. We see him and we receive him. If our hearts are prepared to receive him, We receive him because we've been immersed into his life, death, and resurrection in the waters of baptism, which we, again, renew our baptismal promises as a reminder that it's not just a one-time thing. For so many of us, it was our parents who took those baptismal promises for us. And time and again, we renew them. But this day, we renew them. Let us renew them with renewed vigor knowing that it is because of these promises that we renounce Satan, all his works, all his empty show, that we believe in God the Father Almighty, we believe in Jesus Christ, we believe in the Holy Spirit, that we're immersed into a life of hope, not a life of death, a life of eternal life, the promise of eternal life that we begin to live even now. All these signs that we have of Easter, the Easter lilies, certainly not a sacramental sign, but a sign nonetheless of the sweetness of that garden where Christ was raised, this Paschal candle, the holy water that we receive again. All of them point to the freshness, the new life, the warmth, the hope that we have as people, as Christians, as Catholics, because Christ is truly raised. And it's already said so many times, 
that changes everything.